The momentum continued for Lindsay Park during the week, taking out the final of the Future Stars series at Pakenham with Marble Arch. JD Hayes joins us this morning. Good morning, JD. Good morning. Thank you for having me, Warren. Must have been a good plan. Well hatched with Marble Arch to race through that, that rich series and, and take out the final. What could lie ahead for her? Uh, we've got a few options going ahead. We just want to make sure that she comes out of the run well. She seems to have pulled up fine, um, but she's... She uh, has had done a very good job coming from New Zealand and winning three in a row, so we're just going to monitor her. But there's a, a nice race like the Bendigo Guineas or there's a nice stakes race at the Valley, um, nice break between runs towards the end of the month, and um, we're going to point her towards that. And if she tells us that she's handling training, uh, she'll book her a ticket there. Today at Flemington, you kick off in the first with Princess Duhallow, comes back to the 1,000 metres. How'd she come through that recent run? Yeah, she's come through it well. Um, she's a very, very fast filly, um, so I think coming back to the thousand is going to suit, and she's got the experience trialling down the straight and obviously the run under her belt, so I think that's going to hold her in good stead today. From a, a fitness point of view, you mentioned she's a fast filly, and she's always been a bit of a standout at the jump outs. Does she keep herself pretty fit, or do you, you still have to work her between runs? No, she's done a little bit of work between runs, but I think you hit the nail on the head. She uh, doesn't take a lot of work. She's a slight filly, and... Um, for a thousand metre race, you want that sheer speed as well. So we've just ticked her over at home, and hopefully she's able to reproduce that first up run because she was right there at the thousand. It was a shame it was eleven hundred first up. So hopefully the slight drop back in distance uh, will equate to her getting past the post first. Race five, I'm a Shelby, who's just had an incredibly consistent preparation. How's he holding together? Yeah, it's um, we've got no signs at home that he's trained off. He's still very fresh and well in himself, and he's as fit as a Mallee bull. So. Um, he's another one because he's so deep in his preparation. We've just ticked him over at home. He's set no records in between races, and he was very brave last start, and if he's able to get a better run in transit and replicate that, I think he's going to go very close to winning. Have you had a time to, to have a look at how do you think this race might set up for him? Uh, yeah, from, I think from the barrier with Mick D on him, um, I think he's going to be afforded a beautiful spot just behind, just behind them, but uh, I think there's a few jockeys there instructed by the trainers to land in the one-out, one-back, so... Whether he gets there is another story, but I genuinely do believe he can land there. Let's hope you win the race for, for that spot. In race eight, you've got a couple. Uh, Sosa Bon, who's just continuing to, to produce and reward connections and run well, and Gentleman Roy, who a lot of people are very keen to see in the blamey stakes. Start with Sosa Bon. How's the old boy this morning? Yeah, he's he's really fresh and well in himself. Um, he's like Benjamin Button. He's just he's coming off the track like a two-year-old bucking his brands off, so... He's in a good mind frame at the moment. His past two starts, he can't knock, and he gets in well at the weights here. So if he, um, it wouldn't shock me if he's uh, troubling the scorers today. I think he's going to run a very good race. Yeah, there, there was a decision made not to run Gentleman Roy last week in the, in the Futurity. Again, just take us through the background there. There was, a, I think, a, a minor issue there. Can you take us through the situation with Gentleman Roy between runs? He just had a minor foot abscess. That meant that we missed a piece of work last week. Um, his main gallop into the Group One, and we just felt that he'd had a busy time with two hard, two hard runs under his belt already, and three weeks between runs uh, is a perfect backup option. So I can tell punters that he hasn't missed any work. He's come through it well. He's very, very um, sound this morning, and uh, if he's able to replicate his form, he uh, should make every post a winner and be hard to beat. Mark Zara aboard, and, and he's got that take-no-prisoners racing style from that draw, would you expect him to get control of the race? I would hope so. Um, he, he doesn't have to lead the whole time. He has won and sat often before, but 
he does like to dictate terms. He likes to set a fast pace and kick off it. So um, that's sort of his attribute and his um, weapon in his armoury. So I think uh, the other jockeys in the race would be mad to take him on because it would be a bit of a suicide mission because you know he'll run him into the ground. So it's going to be an interesting first um, half of the race. Um, but hopefully he's able... Mark Zara rates him so well out in front. Um, I think we've got a good pilot on board with a good clock in his head. Who do you think's your best at Flemington? Um, I'd have to go Gentleman Roy, um, just because he gets in nicely. Tuvalu has to give us two kilos. Full respect for Tuvalu. He's a very good Flemington horse. Um, so it's not going to be an easy easy race for him by any stretch of imagination, but I think he's... Um, the way that he worked on Monday I suggest that he'd be very competitive. Race 8, number 4, Gentleman Roy at Flemington. Tosito over to New South Wales for the two-year-old Magic Millions race over there. Has she travelled over to Murray Bridge? Yeah, he's he's travelled over well. He, um, he settled in well. He arrived at Morfield at Travis Doodle Stay. He's just had a swim this morning and um, he's got the best form going to the race. The market has him short price and I hope the market's right. Fewt Wangaratta on their cup day going ahead. Arguably making that a little trip from your row or a number of these runners. What, what's your best at Wangaratta today, do you think? I think Fresmos is a, a very talented horse. Um, I think she's going to be destined to be running on Saturdays. Um, this might be a touch short for her on first up, but she's a good one to stick with. Race two, number 13, Fresmos, one to follow. Perhaps today, but certainly for the future out of the meeting at Wangaratta. Hopefully winning in Murray Bridge and the best at Flemington, race eight, number four, Gentleman Roy. Good luck. Thanks for joining us, Joe. Before we go, can we get an update on the, the Blue Diamond horses, how they've come through and potentially a path to the slipper? Yeah, they've, they've come through the run really well. Um, they're going to head to Albury and just have a gallop on the leg um, on Tuesday, and then they'll do their final piece of work the following Monday and head up to Sydney. But they were doing donuts in the paddock the other day, so they're telling us that they're feeling fresh and well and more than capable to handle another run. Mr Brightside heading towards the All-Star Mile. Had he come through the futurity? Yeah, well, well, he rattled, rattled off some really good sectionals again. Um, I think he's ready to peak third up. We might just tinker with his gear a little bit. Uh, might put some winkers on just to make sure he travels a little bit um, stronger in the mid-stage to be able to put himself a bit closer. And um, I think he's ready to run a huge race third up. Best of luck today, JD, and particularly with those feature races coming up. Thank you very much.